I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And, and we got next. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the We Got Next podcast. Whether you're tuning in on SoundCloud or on YouTube. Um, Thank you for showing up. Thank you for showing the support. Really appreciate it. Definitely, man. Uh, you guys made us the number one podcast on the Double E Network for two weeks in a row. So I definitely want to say thank you so much for that. Uh, this week, we'll do a little bit of uh, zombies for those on YouTube to watch while they listen to us talk today. Uh, but there's a lot that we really want to get into with this. Uh, there's there's a lot of things going on, uh, and we decided to do our research this week. Uh, we wanted to go over some gaming myths and some gaming stereotypes that honestly are just really annoying. You know, we get them all the time. They frustrate us. You know. And we want to debunk these things. Absolutely. And before we get into that, I'm not going to take too much of our time. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront just recently came out. Uh, a lot of people were trying to say that it's a lot like Battlefield. Uh, those people just have never played Battlefield before. Uh, for one, aiming in, this is this is huge to me. And I don't know why I care so much, but one of the reasons I really like this game is the fact that aiming in with a gun does not change your accuracy. You're using these blasters, so they're shooting a laser in a straight line. So when it does kick slightly up to the left, that next shot's going to come out slightly to the left. You know, I really, I really enjoy that. Uh, the cards that are available in the game, you got to unlock them to use them, but they're really nice. I uh, really like what I've seen so far. Um, I'm still playing Call of Duty more, but that's because, again, I'm just not really into Star Wars like that. But I'm, I'm going to still definitely be playing Battlefront. Um, I'll probably, just to quickly give it a rating, I'd give it probably an eight and a half. I mean, I don't really play too much of it. I, like, dabbled in it other day and yet last night I dabbled in a little bit but I would say the game is cool anybody saying it's like Battlefield I mean I'm pretty sure that's what we all wanted anyways back when the original Battlefront was out not to mention that only my only gripe about the game it's that same old EA bullshit with like money whoring us I guess they had you know three different versions of the game you could buy when it first came out you had the regular one like the base then you had the special edition, which had you know, it gave you it gave you season pass. I, I believe it gave you season pass. The next uh, no, the, the next one up is the deluxe edition. That's what gave you like Han Solo blaster, uh, and like a few other little bitty things that you're gonna get yeah. later yeah, in the game. You get it later anyways. You pay, well, like, you're thinking the collector's one. edition. The collectors came with season pass. Yeah, like three things that, and like even the collector's edition, you just got season pass, so you're still paying a hundred dollars. Yeah, you're you're only getting like two extra things and some taunts and gestures that you still get later inside the game. Yeah, that's the crazy part about like, all this stuff you get with the other editions. You get later inside the game, and they're probably gonna be micro DLC. So it's just like it's just annoying. Yeah, I picked up the standard edition. Uh... But I would say that that part was kind of stupid. Uh, trying to sell that 
idea to get that deluxe edition was kind of hard. Not gonna lie. I mean, it's Star Wars. People are gonna jump for it, you know? Definitely. And a lot of people did. And I'm not gonna hate on those people. Um, but I also feel like y'all didn't really get anything. I mean, outside of that, I think it's a good game. I think, oh. it's, a, I think it's a very solid, fun game that if you really like enjoy Star Wars or you enjoy the original Battlefront, because I enjoyed the original Battlefront. Getting to play as, you know, the heroes, the Jedi, the Sith, and, you know, being able to play as uh, Han Solo, Leia, Luke, Darth Vader, and uh, Boba Fett. I mean, that, that's cool to me. I like that. So, I can't really rate the game because I'm not really, I don't really care too much about it. I feel like I'm not really biased. But I would say it's a good game. It's a solid game. I wouldn't say it's game of the year, though. No. Game of the year is still Fallout. You think it's Fallout? I absolutely do. I don't think it's Fallout, bro. What What do you think surpasses Fallout? Hmm. Let me, let me think about what games came out this year. Because Fallout is like the most recent one. And I, it's, it's fresh in everybody's mind. I need to look up a list, bro. I need to look up a list of like what all games came out this year. All right, well, well while you look that up, uh, as we said just a little bit ago, we do want to talk about some gaming myths. Now, what we mean by that is uh, a lot of things people say about gamers just really aren't true. Uh, I knew that some of them were just complete lies. I was actually surprised when I got to see some of the statistics about some of the things that we're about to talk about. Uh, first off, uh, video games is not a boys only club. Uh, video games are not something that only boys do. However, you need to think about it in saying that girls are playing video games as well. Um, and a lot of girls do say, oh, when I was playing, you know, guys were treating me like this and that. And that's something that gamers themselves need to come to the realization of. It's not a boys-only club. This is something that everybody's doing. And the shocking thing to me was of the online culture, 47% is female. Now, whether they have a mic or not doesn't really matter to me. It was just shocking to see... 47%. I didn't think it was that high. Um, you got any, you know... I mean, I feel like a lot of these myths, just myths in general about gaming, are, like, really old. Like, I'm pretty sure when games, like, first were really starting to come into form and, like, start to really blow up, I'm pretty sure it was just guys. It probably like, I'm not even gonna, like, you know, deny that. But now, how, how much has grown, I can totally see it being, you know just as much women as men because the the games that have come out aren't as biased. There are, you know, there are a lot of super good family-friendly games. There are a lot of games that appeal to women, that are made to appeal to women and are marketed towards them. So, I mean, all these myths that, like, we read, we did research on, and we hear, I feel like they're just based in past, like, you know, way back when, not like now. I'd agree with that. Um, the other one... I guess the next one we should talk about, we do have a few uh, that we've read up on. The next one that I would like to cover at least 
is that video games, people that play video games are socially inept, meaning they don't know how to behave in social situations. And again, I agree with your man. I think this one is another one of how could I get my son to not play this video game? Oh, I'll tell him that he'll have no friends type of a thing. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it's just like I said, like, you know, back in the day, you think about your dad. He wasn't he wasn't really into video games growing up as a kid. He's like, that's how I made my friends like, go outside and play. You know, even now, it's like, we can make way more friends playing a game on PlayStation, networking through that way. Like, I could play a game of Call of Duty and make, you know, 12 new friends in like a, you know, a night communicate with them. They could be in totally different places like Alaska, you know, way far away from me. They're not going to have active communication with them. Whereas back in the day, you know, when you're playing like PlayStation 1 games, you couldn't do that. It was just you and your friends. So yeah, you were just sitting inside. But now it's like how, with how life has changed, technology, everybody's interconnected. You can connect your Facebook, your Twitter, your YouTube, SoundCloud, everything can be connected together. So, we're constantly seeing a feed of what each other are doing. We're constantly in contact with each other. So Very I just true. think it's just an outdated, like, mindset that is, like, I think it's perpetuated by, like, like that older generation. Oh, yeah. Not definitely. even, like, our parents. Like, my mom didn't even feel like that. I feel like the generation, like, over her, you know, like, our grandparents probably feel like that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. And I would say that it's, and it's nobody's fault. Let me start there. It's nobody's fault that some of these uh, stereotypes or myths came to be. I can understand where they got these initial concepts from. Um, I mean, I was talking to comedians even, and they were saying back in the day, if you had said, oh, I have a high KD. One, nobody knows what you're talking about. Two, nobody wants to talk to you anymore because now you're the weird kid that only plays video games. Yeah. Now, it's almost opposite. Yeah, it's like a trophy almost now. It's like, you know, yeah. oh, I have a high KDR. Oh, man, that's cool. Like, this kid has a YouTube channel and, you know, has 5,000, you know, subs on YouTube. He seems way more cooler than, you know, Back in the day. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I also think that people don't realize that not only are gamers, you know, very social people, we don't care as much about what, you know, we're not worried that you don't do this or you don't do that or your views on this, you know? We can all come together being that we play video games. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would just, in my opinion, I would just say that, uh, I would just say that this one is completely debunked. I just don't like it, really. Also, I am a gamer, so, Well, I mean, like, all these things, like, as far as them being myths, I don't know, like, if missed the right word. I feel like it's just, they're just straight stereotypes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a lack of knowledge. You see something, and you may not agree with it. And you just have, like, this 
point of view, like kind of a slanted point of view about it. And you think negative. So, I mean, totally it is agree. what it is. Yeah. Uh, next is that this uh, whole video game culture is strictly for children. Uh, I I love it when people bring this one up uh, because of how wrong they are. <laughs> um, but again, I'm not going to say that I don't see how this could have come into people's minds. Right. Uh, again, this started with Crash Bandicoot, Spiral, but, but games have definitely evolved. And the crazy statistic on this one is the fact that the average age of gamers is an astounding 37 years old. <laughs> that's that's not a kid anymore. Uh, that's that's what my dad liked to to call a grown ass man. <laughs> Uh, I just made a horrible decision. Uh, I didn't have any guns. That was my bad, guys. Sorry. Uh, we'll run that back. Uh, I would also say that with people, you know, oh, it's kids only. Look at what, I mean, all even the posters that we have up. I mean, besides 2K, I would never let a child play Fallout. Grand Theft Auto, a child shouldn't play. They do. The Borderlands has very sexualized characters and a lot of very um, highbrow jokes about very offensive things. Come on in. Hey, sweeties. What's up? I want to go ahead and introduce the guy that has just walked in. He's going to be joining us for our podcast. Uh, Hop over there. Hop on over here, man. Boy. We got my man Frank here. Frank, how you doing? Doing man? pretty well. Frank, the tank. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna do some zombies, I see. Oh yeah, man. Oh, is this the? Yeah, this is oh, the okay, Easter egg. I got yeah, you. yeah. Four minutes, uh, four rounds, he said. Yes, uh, it is possible to do the newest Easter egg on Black Ops Three in four rounds. Uh, I've actually seen somebody knock it out in three. Uh, they were thugs, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, Man, I do, I do want to ask you a question. Yeah. Where did you start playing games? Okay, um, so for me, it was basically, I grew up, um, my parents hated technology. Like, my mom despised <laughs> it. Like, grew up on a 98 gateway, like oh. this just bulky, huge computer that, like, it was probably better as, like, a weight, like, maybe lifting than even, like, using it as a computer. So I was playing, like, the most basic of, like, Basically, isometric RPGs from the 90s, like, you know, Warcraft 3, and, like, um, those were the popular, like, Icewind Dale, and all these, like, yeah, real, yeah. like, pretty, uh, pretty goofy games, I guess. Like, I, I love them personally, but, like... Oh, yeah. It's still a great game. Yeah, I know. Mean, people are gonna look at them however they want to, but those, that was, that was some good gaming back then, though. But, uh, another, we've asked this question to other guests, and I want to ask you the same thing, man. Did your parents ever look at the ESRB? Did okay. they care about so, it? So, my mom was, um, 
she was just kind of anti-video games in general, so there was really no sway in her either way. Okay. She didn't give a damn about the radio. <laughs> she just didn't want me playing them. Okay. But um, my dad, uh, like, sometimes he'd be, like, a little wary, but usually I could kind of just be like, you know, have you seen the news recently? Like, it's really not going to affect me too much. At least yeah. that was the way I saw it. And most of the games I was playing that had mature ratings, like, it wasn't even that per se bad. And I mean, I know they're mature rated or whatever, but I feel like there's some games that are just substantially less um, Abs- excessive for yeah. a mature game. So. Absolutely. We talked about how the mature, like the mature rating and teen rating have like changed over the years. Like a teen rating game now would be like adults only, you know, back when we were kids. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, do you have any game or like stereotypes that you feel like really irk you? Irk me? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, for certain. Um, like, one of the biggest annoyances for me is that, uh, and I mean, most people, I shouldn't say most people, a lot of people are under the precepts that gamers are just the laziest sons of bitches out there. And like, literally all we do is just go home, sit down, play video games, take nine hours at a time, and that's all we're doing all the time ever. And like, don't get me wrong, I love doing that every once in a while. Like, yeah. sometimes I just want to walk into my basement, not think about a thing, and just do that. Yeah, hours. Sure. it's great. But, I mean, I still have a life going outside. Like, I'm doing stuff. I'm going to school. I have a lot of other obligations, you know, requirements. And people just assume that, like, in the time that I'm gaming, that's me not doing other things. But it's really just me accessing and using my free time in the best way I think possible. See, you know what's funny about that? Like, gaming, people perceive gaming as, like, not a hobby. But, like, all hobbies could be considered a waste of time, you know? Like, people, I have a friend who just likes to go watch movies. He loves films. Yeah. So, like, he watches movies all the time. Like, you can say that's a waste of time, but no one, like, says that to him. People that collect quarters or, you know, do, like, uh, model cars and things like that, you can say it's a waste of time. Yeah. But I feel like gaming doesn't get that respect in that sense, where it's yeah. just like, oh, it's a, it's a total waste of time. It's pointless. You're just sitting in your basement in the dark. And I feel like it's such a stigma about, like, especially from, like, you know, these older folks that are under the idea that, you know, gaming is a kid thing. You yeah. know, video games are for kids to play, and when you grow up, it's over. You just, when are you going to grow out of it is, like, how so many people are feeling. I just don't, sure. I don't think that's a way to look at it, because it's, it's not like I'm trying to grow out of gaming. Like, I enjoy it. I love it. It's something I like spending my free time doing. I don't feel like it's something I need to grow out of. And also with how, like, games have evolved, too. I mean, like, even this, right, this is not for kids. Like, no, like, no, Like, you're killing no. zombies, like, no. Uh, summoning demons and stuff like that. Like, this is totally not like, for, like, just kids. Like, part of the Easter egg in this is going inside of, I mean, for lack of a better terms, a whorehouse. So I would really prefer to not play this with children. Uh, actually, I would demand to not play this with children. <laughs> Uh, if your child has Black Ops 3 and they claim that they love zombies <laughs> we know why <laughs> you don't love them like there's a there's gonna be a direct correlation there uh, I got it um, but I would also like with, but with that we were just talking about that actually uh, do you know what the average age of the game of a typical gamer is okay so personally I'd feel like it's probably like 27 but I'm guessing people would say it was like 15. The before they started doing the study for it, they did assume we'd be looking at a number around 15. The average age is actually 37. Damn. <laughs> I'll be honest, that's <laughs> a little surprise to me, and I was trying to shoot. I, so. so I actually have an idea about that too. The reason why the, the average age is so high is because 
with how much games cost now, the only thing that really can, can afford to consistent is like adults who have like full time jobs. Okay. A fifteen year old is not gonna be able to afford a PlayStation Four and a new game that they want. <laughs> You're damn right. His parents will though. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I think I think that's about right. I mean, you look at how much gaming consoles have like changed. I remember there was one that came out like way back in like like late eighties, early nineties, and it was like the most expensive console at the time, and it was about $200. Like, that's supposed to be overpriced at the time, but now we're paying $400. The Nintendo 64 at release, like, if you're looking at the price of inflation, like, relative to consoles now, like, Xbox is $400, $500. If the Nintendo 64 was released today, like, relative to inflation, it only costs, like, $198. Yeah, that's, like, extremely cheap. The costs of these things have ramped up exponentially. And I mean, that's but, not even to say with DLC and the whole online market. But, hold on. What these things can do... Okay, yeah, that's a completely different story. shot through the that, room. I mean, that, that's and that's something to think true. about. It's not your kids' games anymore. Like, these are multi-million dollar projects. The people have huge, massive teams. This is a billion dollar industry. Easily. It's massive. Oh, yeah, these uh, are like entertainment machines. More more than just for games. You, know, yeah. you watch movies, Hulu, Netflix, I knew people Facebook. that were buying PS3s back in the day because they were cheaper than Blu-rays. Oh, yeah. Like you could buy a PS3 instead of buying a Blu-ray and then you just also have all that accessibility to gaming and, you know, online or whatever you want to use with it. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, like with that, with that number, like it being so high, it is kind of surprising that it's thirty-seven. I feel like that is like yeah, really you high. You couldn't have got me to guess that. Million years, I would have been like thirty, million. maybe. You tell me to guess high, I'm shooting at like thirty-five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You said go the highest, and I'm like uh, maybe forty, but like no. And see, that's the thing is, I think that a lot of people don't realize that. Even the gamers, like I mean, I've been playing hardcore for. Ever basically, like <laughs> my dad was like, "Hey, do you have anything to do today?" And I would lie. I'd be like, "Nope, I uh, nope, no homework. Got it all done in school. Uh, I'll just take the whipping when my grade card comes in." But I'm gonna go play Madden right now. Uh, but like, uh, I do have this question for you because this was another yeah. one that we've already uh, talked about today, at least uh, percentage-wise. Okay, how many? What percent? Of the gaming industry, do you believe is women? Women? Women okay. gamers. Like, oh, how many like the people in the actual game creation or the people no, playing? The people playing. playing the oh, okay. Okay. Um, I think people would want to have you believe it's closer to like ten percent, and I don't think it's anywhere close to fifty. But I feel like it's probably somewhere in like thirty-five, forty percentile range. You're not far. Uh, it is forty-seven percent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it, I mean, we're we're shooting really close. That's, I mean, yeah. To a fifty-fifty split. That's uh, that's for the best, obviously, too. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, but a lot of women, even though I mean, we got forty-seven percent playing right now, a lot of women really feel outcasted. Uh, by the industry. By. Well, not necessarily by the industry, but by their fellow gamers. Oh, the community. Okay. I mean, anytime I've ever been playing Call of Duty and there's a girl with her microphone on, okay. <laughs> guys, I mean... They go crazy. Some of the stuff that I've heard people say, I didn't know that we could just say those things. <laughs> like, I feel like there's laws against that. But it's Call of Duty. Like, I've had, like, I've had 
a 12 year old kid call me a faggot on Call of Duty. <laughs> like the first time that happened to me, I was so shocked. I was like, dude, you're like, you're, you don't, you're you don't know this word. <laughs> haven't dropped yet. Like, how are you saying this about me? But I mean, now I like, I become desensitized to it. And also, I feel like with the community of games, like the gaming community, we have a lot of toxic people within it. You know, <laughs> yeah, we you do. Say that. We have people that, you know, get behind the keyboards, get on a microphone. I'm never going to see this person, so I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Mean, hurtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I think that that's something that, until that changes, I mean, saying 47% of gamers are women is going to forever surprise us because we're not going to be ready to hear that because of, you know, last time I was online, I could have swore somebody just yelled this out, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, but... And I feel like that kind of just comes back to, like, that whole, like, online gangster persona. Like, yeah. I'll be honest, like, again, we've already talked about there's a lot of misconceptions about gamers and stuff, but, like, generally, like, I feel like, and pretty much most people, when there's no repercussions, you're gonna say worse stuff. Like, yeah. when you're behind the screen, like, I'll be honest, sometimes even I'm, like, I'll get in the heat of the moment, I'll say some shit, and I'm like, damn, that was kind of mean, but, like, ah, whatever, it's just games, you know? But um, it, it's just, like, it, these people are getting so, like, caught up in the idea of, like, I'm I'm a badass, you know? Like, I need to show these people that and, I'm like, a badass. And, like, they're, like, whole entire like, YouTube channels and, like, people online that devote their time to, like, going online and just, like, fucking with people, like, being dicks of, on a video game, you know? And I just feel like that's, like, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, they've got followings, too. Yeah, like, people that's the thing. that. And, like, I kind of understand at some level it's like, oh, you're pulling jokes. Like, that's kind of funny. But if that's your entire content, you really have to question what you're doing. Because, like, you're just going out of the way to make the game less fun for other people. And by doing that, people laugh. There, there was um, a study that happened actually earlier this year. And they did it about, like, internet trolls. People that go in the comment section and just, like, leave negative, hateful comments on stuff. To breed salt. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and, like they did a study about them. And, like, the thing is that... The, a lot of the stereotypes people would just believe about them are like really true. Like they're very lonely people that have a lot of problems with their own lives. They're not happy with their lives. So in order to make themselves feel better, they try to bring misery to other people. Yeah, and that's the thing is it's like stereotypes are terrible, but a lot of time they've come about because there's some truth, tr like a little shrivel of truth. Oh, yeah. And like generally 90% of the time, if you're lashing out at someone, it's probably because you're unhappy with yourself. Yeah. And especially in the video game community, like, we talk about stereotypes, but, like, it is a lot easier to be extremely introverted when video games are an option. Like, if yeah. I didn't have video games as a kid, I probably would have been a hell of a lot doing way more shit outside and stuff. But, like, I'm you know... I'm not a hell of an athlete. I'm not going <laughs> to I was too damn small back then. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's that thin line again. It's it's really kind of it's it's balancing between like not taking it too seriously, but also not being an asshole. Cause like, ugh. When, when people say the gaming community, I feel like the word that gets lost in that is community. You yeah. know what I'm saying? There's like, there's a level of respect within the gaming community that I like really love. I love to see people come together and like you know, I meet some random person online I'm playing Call of Duty, and I do really good against them. They message me, "Good game, man. Join my party. Let's play together." You know, I like that aspect of it, but also you know. That gets lost among the dickheads who are playing. They're just like, oh, you beat me? So I think you're stupid, you're a faggot, you're this, you're that. Like, being disrespectful just because they lost, being buffered, being and, salty. And crazy. this is where I'm going to hit everyone with the best piece of advice I can give. 
fucking use the mute button. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you're pissed at what someone's saying, it's that easy to make them stop saying it. It really is, yeah. though. And like, if you're going to life tilt, you got to, for the sake of yourself. Because, like, here's the thing. We're talking about all these trolls. All, they don't give a fuck. You're not yeah. going to stop them. This isn't going to make them feel any worse. This will make them continue doing what they're doing, if anything. Oh, that yeah. The action, that attention they get out of it. That's what they and, really and, and that's the thing. is, It's a defensive game. Like, if, if you want to not get upset when playing video games, you need to put yourself in a, a mindset, in a situation where you can't get upset. And, like, if you know that you're prone to people talking shit to you and you know you're going to get upset, like, don't put yourself in that situation. Because then you're angry and they're happy about you being angry now. And all they're hearing is that feedback. (laughs) And they are just going to chide you. They're just going to ride you until you either leave or until you snap or until you get upset. And here's the thing. If they're trolling you, they're already not getting upset. Yeah, they don't care. See, and I I think that speaks to more like, this is going to get like a little deeper. I'm sorry, guys. But like, with just like with life, like, 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 like internet bullying, a lot of times I hear these stories about like, Kids are like, oh, they're, he's just being bullied. It's like, just block them. You know, I know to the extent you can't block everything out. And you have to have that ability to perceive things, hear it, got to take it in. Like, you can't avoid everything. Yeah. But, like, there, I work with kids. And, like, the kids in my job, I'm like, oh, he's bullying me. I'm like, well, you try ignoring him. Maybe you try not talking to it's him. A con- you have to make a conscious effort yeah. before just playing a victim. Yeah. I feel like with how life is now, at least this generation that we were raising and, like, how things are, it's... You're not socially, what's the right word? It's not socially acceptable to try to place a little bit of blame on the victim or be like, okay, what are they trying no, to do? Yeah. You have to like totally say, oh, well, they're not wrong. They didn't do anything. They're perfectly fine. No, I think that's true. the most dangerous thing to do too. Because when you start telling people that like you don't need to stand up for yourself, you know, you don't, you don't need to defend yourself. And like, I don't mean in a physical sense. Oh, or yeah. I just mean like, in a sheer, like, if someone's gonna talk shit to you, you're not just supposed to sit there and, like, take it and kind of just shrivel up in a little ball and call the teacher and say, hey, he's being neat. Like, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't, you shouldn't say anything back, but, you know, like, here's the thing. Like, you gotta come to the realization that, like, these people are gonna be here for the rest of your life. People are gonna be assholes. People are gonna be out here being dicks. And, like, you kind of have to come to that realization. And I realize it's hard, but sometimes you just kind of need to grip the fact that, like, you're going to need to put in some effort to really try and, like, work and not getting upset at these things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, to me, I mean, I'm, I'm also a stand-up comedian, so uh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> like, There's a lot of things that upset people. Don't bother me yeah, at I all. Don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I've made a lot of jokes on stage that have offended people. It's a comedy show. I'm sorry. If you don't want to hear it, you can definitely leave. I don't feel like <laughs> that. Real life mute button. <laughs> yeah, like, but I don't feel like that with gaming. Like, we are supposed to be a community, so sometimes I can't see how that can rub people the wrong way. And it definitely shines a negative light on gaming. Uh, one that I, that I really have an issue with. But since we were just talking about being upset, the last, I guess, stereotype about video games that I wanted to bring up was that video games will make you violent. No. Oh. Uh, Saying those words hurts my feelings. Yes. This has been said since uh, probably about Mortal Kombat or Grand Theft Auto. One of those two probably really sparked it. Yeah. 
Um, well, I think I think what really sparked it was like people see these games. Like you see games like Call of Duty, and then you have incidents happen where a guy goes into school with his gun, he's bullied, he's a shy, anti-social kid. So you have these other stereotypes about video games. Oh, he played video games. He played Call of Duty. So they automatically assume he went to school trying to get a 10 kill streak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, that's not fair. It's not right to blame the game. I understand these kids are put through stuff, and they have things going on in their lives, but everybody does. Yeah. So for them to just be the victim and not take any responsibility for their actions is not right. And my thing, too, is, like, it's really just a massive spread of misinformation. It really like, is. I don't know if any of you guys have been watching the political race recently, but, like, it has just become prevalently clear that you can just say bullshit and people will believe you. Yeah. Like, I don't care how much statistics you throw at people. You, if you have enough say and say something loudly enough, someone will listen. Absolutely. So when we had all these people back in, I don't know, probably the early 2000s that were just convinced that, you know, this kid who went on a killing spree, when he went and played GTA and killed all these people, that was him practicing for it. I mean, I, here's one thing, you know, using an analog stick and using Actually, a gun... Very, very different. Yeah. Okay, so if you're gonna try to say that GTA is a you know a simulator for school shooters, like you gotta really question your knowledge of gaming, right? Yeah, exactly. First off, and then and then like we have situations like the kid who killed his parents with Halo. Yeah, like, I don't remember that tragic story, but there was way more at play there. Yeah, I mean, and it's easy just to blame that one thing. And same thing with like music. People like will blame music before actually putting the blame on the person. Yeah. Like you know, we think children just being super innocent naive, not knowing any better, but sometimes they know what's up. They know what's going on. You know? Okay. It's a decision. And here, this is a personal belief of mine. I don't think kids are as naive as they let you believe. I remember when I was a kid, I was pretty aware of a lot of stuff. I just didn't want to let on because it's a lot easier to play stupid. It really is. And it's frustrating because you, you, you have these people who are just like going through life playing stupid. Like they're just never actually consciously wising up and like thinking about these things see they've done a lot of studies on this and that's why I wanted to bring it up there is what's that number again zero correlation <laughs> that number okay. yeah that number uh, zero correlation between violence and video games they've done a thousand test groups of let's test everybody's violence or anger levels, 100 people. Now, you 50 people are going to go play Halo 5 online. Okay, see, that's where they're getting. You put them in something where you got to deal with dickheads. See, and yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, the little bit about, like, the stereotype <laughs> about it making gamers, like, violent is, like, is a little shred of truth in there. There's a because, little like, shred. But that's people. Yeah, that's not the game. That's actually. other people. Yeah. But they'll have them play, like, okay, the Call of Duty campaign. Okay. Right, you got to play through the whole frustration. Campaign. Okay. And now we're gonna retest on the exact same thing, see how upset you are. And it's coming back that they don't care. No. Like it's literally the same as the person that was told to go play Sonic the Hedgehog. And if anything, the people that played Sonic were more upset because of how stupid that game's mechanics were. Bro, that's so frustrating, dog. Sonic Past 2000. Just don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Well, what I don't get about Sonic is, like, the point is to move fast, but it seems like they're totally being dicks. Like, I'm going to put this one spike here. I know you're running to it. They're going to speed you back as possible. I'm just setting you up to fail. Yeah, it's, like, so irritating. Like, they do it on purpose. Again, it's the people. It's not the game. Yeah. It's the people who designed it. 
Although, the one thing I will say on that violence thing, even more frustrating, literally the only correlation they've ever drawn, and I, I will make this note, oh, yeah. it's still no, zero, all... violence video games, zero yeah. correlation. The correlation they drew was, if you are a person who is prone to violence and play violent video games, you might be more prone to violence. But here's the thing. All they're telling you is that if you're prone to violence, you're prone to violence. Yeah. yeah. It's a Thank straight you for telling me things I knew the entire time. It's Guess a what? straight correlation. Water's lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found that one out. And it's, it's frustrating because, like, there's no way to draw a direct connection. Like, they, if, if we could draw a direct connection, we would have. Yeah, it'd be fine. Remember when they released all these? There's not a single shred of scientific evidence that's getting supported by people out there that, like, you know, medical professionals, psychiat- <laughs> psychiatrists. Yeah. They're not people coming out People that know what it. they're talking about. Yeah. It's like when the doctors tell you that you probably should vaccinate, and then you don't. Okay, well, you... You didn't believe the doctor. That was kind of where you made the mistake. Like, yeah. you you don't have to believe him, but not doing that is an error on your judgment. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. And I just I just really feel like people people love to put the blame on whatever yeah. they can. Because why blame yourself, right? Exactly. It's never your fault. Uh, I mean, you gotta look when Elvis and that whole rock and roll movement had just started up. Oh, this music is gonna make everybody have hip gyrations. S- no, hip gyrations. Filth. We have to deal with uh, our daughters listening to this, and all these negative devil music tones are gonna make people violent. And then it did. <laughs> so they were like, "Okay, this rap music is gonna make everybody violent." And then it did. It. So <laughs> they just—they really want something. To put a blame on. Here's the even more frustrating thing, too. They have trouble correlating it at all when you're just looking at video games and violence. They kind of can correlate it when you're looking at violent people playing violent video games, but then we still get back to the main point. Correlation does not equal causation. Even if there is some crossover, there's no way to say, and I I could tell you it isn't the case. These video games aren't the reason these kids are going out there and being violent. May it have a minor effect on them if they're already prone to violence, violent individuals? Yes. But was this the hair that broke the camel's back? No. Absolutely not. Um, but now that we've covered some gaming stereotypes, there was a stereotype, or not a stereotype, I guess I should call it what it is, a myth that was brought up by my friend Chris here uh, that... Made me think a little bit. I went and did some research on it. And I'm very... Uh, what's what's the term I'm looking for? I, I truly believe there's ghosts. I truly believe in all of that. I do believe... I'm a very skeptical person. Things are real. And I'm not going to play with it. Bro, you're black. That's okay, well, yeah. There's we, that. Don't, we don't... We're not built for... I don't know. It's something in like... Everything is suspect. It's something about black people. We got pulled over on that ship. We don't care about nothing now. It's like everything is skeptical. I'm so serious. Like, I'm deathly afraid of, like, ghosts and, like, demons, that type of stuff. I'll watch a movie about it, but I'm still, like, afraid of it deep down. It's like, you don't know. You know? Until you've shown me that these don't exist, exist. these fuckers exist. What what was it called, Darwin? There there are known knowns. There are known unknowns. And then there's, okay, so there's known knowns, all right, things that we know that we know. 
And there's known unknowns. Things that we know that we don't know. Okay? There's also unknown unknowns. Things that we don't know that we don't know. <laughs> and I'm not going to get caught on the wrong side of an unknown unknown. I was going to say, I only need to run into a ghost once for that to end poorly. <laughs> I don't have to run into a ghost. I'm going to breeze the wrong way. I bro. see a shadow when I'm getting out of yeah, the house. Yeah, like, I was over here the other day, and, like, uh, the fan was making noise. I'm like, what's that noise? He's like, oh, it's the fan. I was like, I thought it was a ghost. Like, I immediately mean, <laughs> ghost. I thought the house was haunted, bro. I was like, let's leave. Yeah, you know, he was really ready to drink. Get out. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, the game that he brought up was the original Pokemon. And Chris, okay. I'll, I'll definitely let you... Uh, Dive deeper into this. So there was a myth about the original Pokemon in that in a certain part of the game. Are you talking about the Lavender Town? Lavender Town, Town yes. Yeah. It was one of the few towns without a gym. There was a certain sound, certain It was only on the Japanese song. version. Yeah, right? only the Japanese yeah. version. And it was said to cause kids to commit suicide. It's, yeah. The story goes that after the release, right after the release of the game, Kid, there was a peak in like child suicide, and that oh, I got stuck. The developer six hundred was the number. Yeah, and the developers said. of the game had encoded this certain sound. It was subliminal yeah, sounds to try to get kids to commit to make suicide. Kids commit yeah. suicide, and it, it's totally bullshit. Like, no, there's, there's no fact behind it. There's no truth to it. Literally, no kids kill themselves. Yeah, well, like, what was that number again? Uh, oh, uh, oh God, what is it? Uh, zero. Okay, uh, okay, we got. It. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's funny that like. Gaming myths like that even exist, and I feel like within the gaming community, we kind of perpetuate these things where it's like... Well, look at Ben Drought. There's YouTube channels dedicated to trying to figure out if that's real. Dedicated. They're trying to... They're going pixel by pixel through the original YouTube of Ben Drought to say if that's real or fake. And that's... Like, we want it... Okay, we don't want it to be true, because if it's true, then a little boy drowned. But, like, there is a certain part to some myths that we really want to be true. You know? Well, I feel like that's more or less to, like, the human condition of wanting to find things out. We want to we wanna get to the bottom of things. Like, there's this thing, I forgot what it's called, where, like, let's say we start a puzzle, and we go to bed. Our mind will still continue to think about the puzzle until we finish it, actually. And that's how this it is with life. Like I've had so many things where I've started something and didn't finish it, and yeah, in the front of my mind I'm not thinking about it, but in the back, you know, like subliminally I'm thinking about that thing. Your mind is still going about that because you didn't finish it. So I mean, any sort of that's why mysteries are so intriguing to people because you know you don't know or like cliff cliffhanger endings like the ending of Inception. You know, when he spins his top, you're like, did he really, you know. Was he really dreaming? Was it real? You know, <clears throat> that type of stuff. It just speaks. People have figured that one out. But oh, yeah. 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 People speak to that human condition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people want to get to the bottom of it. Five Nights at Freddy. There are like <laughs> literally so many people that are obsessed with Five, Five Nights at Freddy and like I, trying to I figure couldn't tell out you why. all the stuff. And it's like, to, to me, I don't really care that much, but I know tons of people that are just like. Obsessed. Invested. Obsessed. Yeah. And that's the thing is it's like, I think that just goes right back to the whole human condition of like, 
we want to search for questions and then we want to solve the answers ourselves. Want to feel accomplished? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like if people can't figure it out in our head, we want to be so narcissistic and think that we solved the mystery. You know, like we're the ones that figured all this out. And like that's that's not everyone, obviously, but like even I, like sometimes, like obviously this is what happened. Like OJ trial, Casey Anthony trial. You know, obviously she killed her baby. You know, obviously he murdered his wife. You know, like these are easy. Did you things hear the story to... about that actually? OJ or Casey? The OJ. OJ. There was a guy who was arrested shortly after the OJ trial ended, and he's been in jail since. And he was a murderer. And he goes, "I was the one who killed OJ's wife." And people were like, no, you didn't, no, they didn't believe him. And then he gave out, like, information about the crime scene. Only someone who was there would have known. See, no, I hadn't heard about this. And then this. he explains the story. And the story goes that OJ had paid him to go steal back, like, a necklace or a ring or some jewelry from his wife. Because he knew that she was cheating. And um, he didn't know that the guy was a murderer. <laughs> so <laughs> no, the guy said what happens if she's there and OJ said just handle it oh. and he didn't know that he was a murderer his handle it is different than <laughs> most other people's handle it yeah, so the guy said that oh yeah I murdered his wife and it was me and not OJ and the the basis of it is that the story I don't know if the story's ever been like fully like checked out with, with OJ but I know that like what drew people in was the fact that he gave out such detailed details about the crime scene, like how the bodies were placed, where stuff was inside the house. Years later, like only someone who was actually there and committed the crime would have known. Which is crazy. That's it's crazy. It's like like OJ could have actually not done it. That, <laughs> that like blows my mind. I'm like but, whoa. But like that's the thing. Is, like OJ went on to write a book. I didn't, didn't do, do it. it. But, but this is now on Woulda. Like you can't, you can't write that. Like, just I don't the, so many people, the best single rushing season of all time to the craziest son of a bitch on this planet. Yeah, what the hell happened here? See, I don't know. I think that's like not to be like a stereotype. I'm gonna be stereotypical. It's like a black people thing. Like I've had people like accuse me of stuff. I'm like I've never done that. But if I did do it, this is exactly how I would fucking do that. Shit. <laughs> just to prove them wrong. And tell them exactly how I would do it. But it, it seems like you're incriminating yourself, honestly. I've done that so many times, though. And I just feel like it's one of those situations, like, what if he really did? If that happened, then I'm going to question everything. And that's the crazy thing to the think about, though. The only thing I still though. won't question is Casey. Here's, yeah, the, I don't question that. here's how we see it, though. OJ did do it. What if he didn't? That's the pretty crazy part to think yeah. about. Like, comparatively, legally, we were shown that he didn't do this. Yeah, yeah. Legally different from actuality, but regardless, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. back to this whole thing of we're trying to solve mysteries that, frankly, might not even be there, which is why I think this whole lavender thing, again, I think people were trying to draw a connection. I'm sure, like, I think it was, there was, like, two or three kids that might have yeah, gone two into or three a psych kids ward. might have gone into a psych ward. And here's the thing. This is where people blow this out of control. You hear one hectic mother who goes, my kid who, as we've talked about, probably had prior mental issues playing this lab, probably had way more issues prior. She sees this. She hates video games. She sees her kids playing the Pokemon, and she's like, this is why my son is messed up right here and then she gets on the news she screams this at the top of her lungs suddenly 600 kids have died because of this game yeah it just takes one person to say it and that's the thing is and it's i like, hate that i hate that i can say that and i know i'm telling the truth it takes one person to say something before socially it's true yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's like how it is. Like you know, with um, a lot of these like athletes, they do like one bad thing. Like you know, you get caught smoking weed. All of a sudden, he's a bad. They're a bad person. Yeah. They're evil. They don't believe in God. Or, you know, Shane Ray got caught. Uh, what was it? Like minor possession drops minor from. Possession well, he had like a minor foot issue prior. So he was supposed to go top five foot issue. Sends him to nine. Caught possession twenty second. Which I mean, you're a Broncos. Yeah, fan. I'm uh, not too bad. Uh, no, really not. <laughs> uh, he has like three sacks. I ain't tripping. As all. a rookie too, and I mean he's behind Vaughn Miller, so. Yeah, and like he's coming off the bench and he's just racking up sacks. But yeah, you know, like, and then you know, this you have this trial by social media. Basically, one person yeah. says, "Oh, well, he's a bad person. He did it. It automatically happened." Like, I know it's been proved to be true now, but <laughs> when the Bill Cosby thing first happened, you know, like. People truly just didn't believe it, and then what started to pick up speed on like Twitter, social media, it happened. People it denied like, it until you could not deny it anymore. Yeah, like it literally got to a point at which you cannot say he didn't do these yeah. things. And then you know you get the whole like Twitter has him like you know <laughs> that's a different thing regardless. <laughs> Steph Curry, but those were tweets. golden. Oh, Hold yeah. on, those were some golden memes. And that's back to the video game thing again. Is it fucked up that we're making a joke about that? Yes. Do people make jokes about that? Should you be able to laugh? Yes. Do I make jokes about that on stage? Yes. <laughs> Have I been told that I'm an asshole? Yes. Am I? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry's out. Yeah, we'll discuss that on the next episode. (laughs) Uh, I've been banned from all the comedy clubs now. (laughs) See, but that's like one last thing to go into. Is it's like, this is the age of fact-checking, you know? Like, anytime you say something on the internet, someone can come out there and say that's bullshit. But the other thing to note, we're only fact-checking relevant people. And I hate to say it, I know I'm not that relevant. Don't get me wrong, I love myself. I'm a great-ass person. I don't matter to that many people. I'm not that big of a deal. So these people like, you know, the Donald Trumps and, uh, you know, the Hillary Clintons and, I don't know, the OJs, when they come out there and say stuff, you have hundreds of thousands of people sitting on the other end of that computer waiting to prove them wrong. When I go out there and I say some dumb shit, people could give a damn what I think. And so either you see that and you're like, shit, he said it, it must be true, or you take a little bit of time and maybe fact check, but the thing is, if your opinion already doesn't matter to me, you don't care about proving me wrong. Yeah. Which is where, again, this whole misinformation can happen, and especially with gaming communities where, to be fair, most people in the gaming community aren't relevant. Like, it's a community. Yeah. It's a lot of basically no names. You have some, you know, the ultra-famous gamers out there, but like... Oh, uh, you got like PewDiePie and shit like yeah. that. But like, a majority of these theories come from within the community within the no-names, like, you know, yeah. these people that have just found this out themselves, and they think, hey, let's release this information that might maybe be faulty logic, you know? And then it gets big. Oh, yeah. Opinions become fact really quick <laughs> nowadays. Opinions are fact, basically, and that's a problem. <laughs> for, for communities that, I mean, we pride ourselves on, like, I pride myself, I know this map like the back of my hand. Like, I know the names of everything. I know all the locations for what I'm looking for. I don't know that, you know, some of the myths are wrong. Before we sort of look at some of this stuff, well, yeah, I would have guessed that there wasn't a bunch of women gamers. Yeah, I would have, you know, I would have guessed all the rest. I would have guessed it. I would have said, not the socially inept, because I, I mean, I have a bunch of people coming over here all the time to play video games. So I'm like, nope, doesn't really kill me on that part. But 
I mean, if you had asked me how many people, how many women play video games, twenty uh, percent. Like, it would have been a super low number. See, I would have said I would have said a much higher number just because, like, what really blew my mind about video games. And it sounds really stupid. It was a Call of Duty fact that I heard. It was that seventy percent of people that buy Call of Duty never play online. Yeah. No, I didn't believe that when what? I saw it. Seventy percent of people that. It's, uh, okay, it, it's probably online. changed a tiny bit since, but I remember that statistic. It was, yeah. like, right when Black Ops 2 came out, yeah. I think. And they released this fact, and, like, literally everyone's sitting back and like, are you serious? Because yeah. everyone day one just goes into the multiplayer. I know that's a fact. But there are 70%. And then they literally said, no, you're wrong. The fact is that 30% of people play online. That's it. There's, like, a huge majority that never touch online at all. Not online. Zombies. No form. They either don't have internet. And they just play, like, the campaign. Or they play zombies locally. They never play online. Yeah. And it's like, it blew my mind. I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, everybody says they just buy Call of Duty just for the multiplayer. Yeah. Which isn't true. Like, it's just not. And that's one of those things where it's like, the most... We've convinced ourselves. The the loudest part of the community for gaming is mostly the online community, though. You know, you don't get, like, you know, the the four-person household that plays, you know, Call of Duty... Guys in the frat who play Call of yeah. Duty by themselves. They don't really care about DLC and stuff like that. The guys who really are out there talking about it on like Twitter, Facebook, everything are like people that play online. They have that platform. They can complain to their friends online and do stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, I, honestly, now like a lot of these gaming facts when I hear, I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, how many female gamers are? I thought they were like fifty. I thought it was fifty fifty because like with how games are now. Maybe not, like, I, I only to play these games, so it's easy for me to slam my view, like, only games really matter, like, Call of Duty and, like, Witcher and stuff. But, you know, there are a lot of girls that like to play, you know, Madden and 2K, and like to play Call of Duty. And, I mean, back to the stereotypes thing, like, they might try to kind of hide that a bit, because, you know, as we've talked about, there's, you know, a little bit of prevalence of some misogyny in some people yeah. in the community. That's obviously certain people, but, like, I feel like a lot of times, like, people that consider themselves... I guess basically marginalized in the community don't want to come out there and share their views because you know like we have this entire like the gaming community is massive like you can have your like you were talking about your frat brothers in their house playing fucking zombies drunk as hell and then you can have you know this guy sitting in his grandmother's basement never left only playing Super Mario speedrun it Like, he's still part of the gaming community. And, like, Absolutely. These frat brothers probably wouldn't want to consider that. They'd be like, oh, he's some no-life in the basement, no-lifer, you know. And, like, fuck that for that. But, you know, this community is massive. And we oftentimes get caught up in the whole, some of us have this view. Yeah. But, you know, when we think about how many people play video games and, like, how many people actually talk about playing video games, there's a very large difference. Yeah, very like, large. Uh, look at, like, different communities. Like, I think it's so good, like, how video games have changed over the years. Like, there's different communities. Like, online, on, like, YouTube, you can go and type in Skylanders, and there are pages devoted just to Skylanders, and, like, just buying those little figures and those Disney Infinity figures. And I never would have thought that that was just for, like, kids. But, like, after I've, like, watched these guys talk about it, they're very, they're like, very, like, they are invested. Well, they are in this. Guys, they're in this. And they have they have their facts. Like, this guy does this. He uses this many frames to do this. Uh, this and that. And it's like... Okay. Yeah. So, I did three attempts. Didn't make the Easter egg happen on this one. Uh, online is active funny. So, you know, maybe next time. But, uh... 
I want to thank you so much for coming in, man. Dom, it's been a pleasure. Of course. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, Frank Tank. Man, uh, we've gotten away from this, but I want to bring it back. Now that we're on YouTube, I want to bring back the trivia question. I do. Madden, during the most feared uh, collections, they released um, 250 of this specific player. I'm not going to say that I have them, but I do. But, <laughs> but if you can get it right, okay, you can tell me who he is. And who he plays for. And who he plays for. You know what? Let's sweeten the pot because we've had people just kind of like backing off of answering these questions. You will receive that player. If you can tell me who has 250 limited edition cards, Frank is not allowed to answer the question because I've already talked to him about it. <laughs> What if I answer the question? You're the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you get that out right now. <laughs> I will trade you my copy of the player. Uh, and we will we will set that up. It has to be on PlayStation 4. I did not pull him on Xbox One. Um, but I do want to thank you guys. Also, to uh, the lady listeners... Here soon, we will be doing an episode dedicated to the loved ones of gamers. Where we will be bringing in people that don't play video games, but they are in relationships with gamers. How they feel about their loved ones playing, how often their loved ones play. I know that my girlfriend is going to take part. Um, I know that... I'm going to try to see <laughs> if we can get the other co-hosts. Bro, I'm not bringing none of my side chicks. <laughs> <on. laughs> that's not happening over here. Okay, I'm so sorry. that's not going to happen. But we are looking to get a few ladies in here. Or if you're a girl gamer and you want to send your boyfriend in and he doesn't play video games, ask him the same sort of questions. Um, if you guys would like to be a part of that, Send us an email at the at the at our official email now. Hey. We got next podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to go watch me fail at zombies on YouTube. Uh, our channel name is We Got Next Podcast. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to add to this episode? Um, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. This eleventh episode, we really appreciate it. Like we've been getting better. Absolutely. And we want to get you guys' feedback. We want to like actually communicate with you guys and play games with you guys. Get what you guys, talk about what you guys want to hear. So if you're watching this video on YouTube, feel free to just like drop a comment, you know. Even if you're just checking for a few few moments, leave a like. Please. You know, sub subscribe. Tell a friend to listen to our podcast on SoundCloud. Get back to us. I mean, we're very accessible people and we want to talk to you guys. We want to... Uh, our show, I want it to be like community, like the gaming community. I want to be invested in that. And again, thank you guys. You have made us the number one podcast on the Double E Network. Sorry, Ed. Uh, for two straight weeks, um, we were shooting two, three, but you guys have came in really strong for us. 
actually, crazy fact, man. Uh, we only had... It was a slow week for the Double E Network last week. We only had 1,800 listeners across our... Or listens to all of our podcasts last week. Of the 1,800 listens... 1,631 belong to us. Okay, uh, boys. Okay. I'll hit you with some claps for that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice so work. I, I really want to thank the gaming community. You guys have been huge for us. I want to thank the people listening in Russia. I want to thank the people listening in France. I want to thank the people listening in Turkey. Uh, we have listeners in Mexico, Venezuela, everybody in the United States, of course. We have Canadian listeners. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Listeners on every inhabited continent, I want to thank all of you guys. For real. Um, without you guys, we're not doing this podcast. Uh, so behalf, on my behalf, again, just thank you guys, man. It's, it's so huge for me to be able to say that sort of stuff. I mean, 11 weeks ago, we didn't have a podcast. And think about this. You guys listening to us now, think about in the year when we're like, when we really like blow up, you could be one of those guys like... Yeah, I knew them before the game. <laughs> when we are the cool kids. All yeah, time. yeah. So exactly. I remember him. I used to I rock with them. Yes. Oh. So um, and if you rock with us, we will rock with you. Exactly. Uh, I will be on live streaming on Twitch, also under We Got Next. Um, I will probably be either live streaming some Fallout Four. Um, I might I might get on some Battlefront for you guys if we can get online to work for Black Ops. We'll get that live stream on Twitch. I don't know what's up. Uh, Black Ops is getting on my nerves right Literally, now. Literally, I'm going to every single thing and it's finding zero of one matches. No, it's finding zero matches. Then it says it's looking for fifty matches and then it's looking for zero. So you mean something we got to fix with that. Um, if you guys want, I can live stream some Madden. We will live stream something that I have. We'll do that Tuesday so. and Wednesday. There will be no live streaming on Thanksgiving. Uh, I also have that day off uh, for my job, so it'll be awesome uh, just to go spend some time with the family. Uh, so happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Um, my name is Dom. My name is Chris. My name is Frank. And we got next. Again, guys, thank you so much. This is so much fun for us. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, we might have another uh, gaming myth. And we want to talk about all the good-ass food we ate over <laughs> here. So yeah, we don't got, miss out We got that. two black pears. I'm black. He's black. This food's about to be I'm ridiculous. Down, so. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. Be sure to tune in next week. Again, thank you guys so much.